It's the Esports Connected podcast, where we welcome members of the Esports Trade Association to share their experiences in the world of esports and gaming. I'm your host, Megan Van Petten. Don, welcome to the show. Don Hershik with Supporting Strategies, a member of the Esports Trade Association. It's great to have you on Esports Connected. How are you? I'm great, Megan. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure to have you. Tell us a little bit about Supporting Strategies. So Supporting Strategies brings order to chaos by providing bookkeeping through controller level services to both for-profit businesses and nonprofits. It's always great to have a trusted resource like yourself. I've heard so many great things over the years, and I've known you for a few here in Chicago. And um, the one thing that always sticks to me is that it feels like you're part of the company without being full-time in the company. And I thought that that was such a great description. You know, um, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you, you know, create that for um, your clients. Yeah, and it is important to me as the owner, and I appreciate you giving me that feedback because I don't always hear that um, the further away I get from, you know, the clients. But um, we do try to instill in our team members that they are part of the team for their client. And it almost happens naturally for them because they're working so closely with the clients, answering questions. They do become part of their company and they build those relationships because they have to have a trust in what our people are doing with them and for them. And it, and that's why I think it just kind of comes about just because of the nature of who we hire to do that work. What do you think the trends are? Are people outsourcing bookkeeping? Talk to me about um, that a little. Yeah, I, I think they are. Um, part of it was because of COVID when everybody had to lock down and figure out how to work from home, right? Even before that, we've always been a virtual company. Um, so it's not new to us to do the work remotely. When we first started this business six years ago, people were reluctant, some of them, because they thought they had to have somebody in their office doing the bookkeeping, handing them receipts, things like that. But um, that's not the case. And I think it's not just bookkeeping. I think a lot of people are figuring out if they don't need a full-time marketing person or uh, even an attorney, they can outsource the business or, or work with a fractional person that doesn't have to be on site with them. Mm-hmm. What is your ideal client? So an ideal client for us is a business owner who is in growth mode. They see their business just taking off or they really want their business to take off and they're stuck because they have so much on their plate. They need to figure out what to delegate and and how to get to that next level. So um, for us, it's more about the mindset of the business owner rather than the size of the business, because we could start with a business that's on the smaller side, but because they've got that growth mentality, we can help them get there. We scale with them. When we start out, we might only be doing a few things for them, but as they grow, we can take more and more responsibility off their plate from a bookkeeping standpoint, and then even get into the controller level with them, helping them look at budgets, create a budget, look at 
the budget that they put into place versus what's actually happening and, and really help them analyze more what's happening with the numbers once we know that we can trust the numbers because we've cleaned up the books and now everything is in order. So tell me a little bit about that process. What's first? So the first thing we do is a review of their current process. We look at the books. Um, There might be some cleanup that has to be done, especially if either the business owner or someone who didn't have an accounting background was doing the bookkeeping, which is fine. Um, But we, you know, the people that we hire are professional. They've been working in the accounting field for 10 plus years. So they really understand what it needs to look like from an accounting standpoint. So that's the first step is just to review everything that's in the books, figure out if there are things that need to be cleaned up or caught up. You know, sometimes things get pushed to the side, so things are not getting entered when they should. And so we want to make sure that we have a good starting point to clean things up and then going on, you know, have a nice streamline. We we set up procedures for them so that it's, you know, everything is consistent on a month-to-month basis. Nice. So you meet with your client, you review what they're currently doing. What are you seeing that has been the most impactful over the last six years? Because I know you have a lot of clients and I've heard great things and we're so glad to have you as a member. Um, where's the need? You know, there there are a lot of needs. Um, I think the biggest one, again, going back to that owner who really wants to grow their business, right? And having that understanding that it's, you you have to find good people to help you on your journey, right? You, as a business owner, you might start out doing everything, right? Because it's your baby, but mm-hmm. you need to start delegating pieces that you're either not good at or you shouldn't be spending your time on. So that I think is, is probably the biggest reason that people come to us because they are interested in finding help for those different areas that they are either, again, are not good at or just don't want to spend time doing it. They want to spend time growing their business, finding clients, whatever you know, key piece is to their revenue. They want to spend time doing that and they can find us to help with the, the accounting and, and the back office. For your clientele, what's the amount of time that these people, say a client per se, would be spending with you and your team? Yeah, so an average client is probably five hours a week um, of work that we're doing with them. We have clients that are maybe four hours a month. And then we have clients that are a lot higher than that, maybe 10 to 12 hours a month. So there's a wide range of from hours that we spend with the client. We're always available for them. Um, you know, that's another thing that we really try to instill in our team members that this is not an evening or weekend job. They really need to be responsive to the client, answer questions. Um, you know, there are very few accounting emergencies but sometimes you need an answer if you're going to the bank to get a loan or, you know, for instance, that the PPP loans or SBA, all of that came into play last year. We needed to help our clients get everything in order so they could apply for that money. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And is there a certain um, softwares that you prefer? I remember when we went from QuickBooks as a, as a platform to QuickBooks Cloud and things got much easier. I remember that having that cloud membership was a big difference. Yeah, and I, yeah. That speaking of trends, I think you're you're seeing more and more companies moving to cloud-based systems. And for us, the majority of our clients are either already using QuickBooks online, or we will set them up with that if they don't have an accounting platform. But it's not the only platform that we use. We have some very large clients that are using um, some more robust systems, or it might be a system that's um, key to their industry. Uh, but QuickBooks is definitely the the big one that people are using. They're more familiar with. But yeah, definitely the cloud-based um, because we are a remote industry. And again, you're seeing more and more people move to that model. And I remember personally when I went to the cloud thinking, oh, I could go look at things I've always wanted to see. And um I remember getting access and then I remember going and looking and I was like, this isn't any more interesting than it ever was. <laughs> <laughs> but you had access to it no matter where you were, right? So well, yeah, I, I did not have access till I went to the cloud. Right. I did the traditional meeting my accountant at the office and I thought this is just going to open up so many things that um, I've never been able to see or understand. And um, that magic moment hasn't happened. So I'm not, that's for me. I don't know if there's a way, but there was a thought for me that it would be this magical moment that things would all of a sudden, you know, become super interesting. And that, that didn't happen. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah. Yeah. I think from the majority of people, accounting is not really all that interesting, <laughs> but it is a key factor in running your business. So one of the things that I talk about to business owners is you may not be the one putting information into QuickBooks or doing much of anything in QuickBooks, but it's important for you to know where to find information. So we do help our clients with that. If if they're looking for a, a profit and loss statement and don't know where to find it, we will help them. We do screen shares so that they can see exactly where to go. You know, they might need a, a specialized report. We can help them with that. Or just if they have questions about why something is categorized in a certain spot instead of another. And, you know, so we we would rather answer questions then have them put something in the wrong place. Um, so yeah. that's another way that we work with our clients. We're very collaborative. We want them to ask us questions and help them understand what's really going on in the books, whether it's QuickBooks or another platform. Yeah, that's interesting. I always loved hearing the story um, about you and Elliot, your husband, um, and the partnerships you have had in such a short time, you've grown from, what is it, six years? Yes. You leading the sales team and Elliot being our CPA with, um, you know, great success. So tell us more. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, when I, I say that I work with my husband, they get that look like, oh, or they say I can never work with my spouse. But the the truth is, and and what we do we both have different strengths. So Elliot is the accountant. I don't do accounting. I, I never want to do accounting. And that's why it works because we both 
you know, handle those different pieces in the business. I've always been the salesperson. I do other things, you know, marketing, things like that to promote our business. And Elliot has always handled the operations side. So when we first started, he was doing the client work. And as we've grown to now 16 employees, Elliot keeps elevating himself to where now he's managing the managers who are then overseeing the work of our associates. So that's how we've been able to build our company. And we pretty much stay out of each other's way, right? I don't tell him how to handle, you know, the staff. As a matter of fact, I don't interview. I don't tell him when he should hire people or any of those things. And he pretty much lets me do what I do, which is bring in the clients. Now, I know you're local here in Chicago. Can you tell me a little bit, do you also provide your services virtually through the nation and or? Yeah, again, being a, a virtual company, it doesn't matter where the clients are. As a matter of fact, our employees are remote. Um, we have some in Illinois, but we're also in six other states. You know, the key is finding the, the right people with the Mm -hmm. right talents. And so that's why we're spread out. And it doesn't matter again, where the client is because we can get the information we need from them and do good work. Isn't that great? You know, what else I thought was interesting is that Elliot's a CPA and he manages 16 staff members or you and Elliot, but you also bought a franchise. Tell me a little bit about that and how that infrastructure yeah, and, and, you know, we decided to go the franchise route because, yes, even though Elliot is an accountant, he passed the CPA exam, he could have started his own practice. But we just, in our minds, going the franchise route made more sense to, to buy into a system that was proven. They have a great business model. They had things laid out for us that we didn't have to then recreate. So it's kind of like why... Why reinvent the wheel when somebody else did it? And so there, there, is a, a, there are a lot of pros to buying a franchise uh, versus starting your own business. So, But that was the main reason, the fact that we could both run the business together. And there are certain things that we didn't have to do on our own, like the website or, you know, some of the marketing, finding talent. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that the franchisor helps us with. That's fantastic. There's a lot of um, buzz around franchises in our space right now. Oh. So I um, I think that it's interesting to hear that you are a franchise bookkeeping accounting firm. That is your virtual accounting department. And I would imagine if um, if people were interested in purchasing a franchise, would they lean on you for that too? Or does accounting or bookkeeping come with when you purchase a franchise? Um, you know, the fran- the other franchise owners that I've come across, whether it's a restaurant or some other type of business, typically the franchisor does not provide bookkeeping. You know, the, the franchisor has to keep somewhat of a distance between themselves and the franchisee. Um, just for legal reasons. Um, they, there might be some franchises out there that provide a specific platform for them to use, um, but they they don't necessarily dictate 
you know, who the vendors are, things like that, unless it's a, a huge franchise like McDonald's. Um, but I'm always happy to talk to people who are thinking about buying a franchise just to, you know, tell them about my experience and help them think through whether or not it's a good decision for them. That's great. I'm I'm seeing a lot of people um, getting into, should I start a land center or purchase a franchise of a land center? That's just one of the trends in our space right now. And I'm seeing a lot of that. Yeah, uh, it's the, the, one of the things that, um, w- especially when we first opened our business, people were kind of surprised that we're a franchise. It's not something you typically think of as a franchise. So it's interesting to hear that in the esports space that there are franchises as well, which, you know, if you stop and think about it, it makes sense if somebody finds a certain model that works and they can provide, you know, the guidelines for people. It, it makes sense to do that. Yeah, they're almost done like the new libraries. Mm. You know, the kids... It's so great because the, a lot of the kids, you know, um, I will even say K through 12 are at home learning. Right. They need to get out and be with other kids. So these land centers are making this great, great um, splash through the nation. And um, they're also partnering with the schools oh. to um, create camps and all sorts of um, events and activities for the children. Yeah, so, I think that's a great idea because you do, you know, it's always been key to help kids find places to spend their time, right? So exactly. they're not getting into trouble or hanging out with the wrong people. So that's a that's a great idea. It is. It's it's really um, been helpful. And these kids learn all sorts of really neat things. And then they're also getting that time with each other. That yeah. is so needed. Yes. Um, yeah, especially now. This, exactly. <laughs> right. So it's just exploding. These, these are going up all over through the nation. So I think that that's a special um, niche that you have, being that you are a franchising bookkeeping accounting department uh, virtually for people and you understand. Yeah, and and I have talked to several people, not just um, sometimes people will come to us who are thinking about buying a supporting strategies franchise, but overall, because we do have experience, we went through that process of researching and figuring out, does this make sense? Is it a good idea? Um, so I, I not only do I love talking to people looking at franchises, I just love talking to people, but especially business owners, right? Because I'm in that same boat. And I just love to hear the stories of why did you start the business or why, like you're asking me, why did you buy this franchise? And just learning about all these different industries and, you know, different things that are out there. It's fascinating to me. It is. And that, you know, that's what this show is about is just us getting connected with each other and having a a more in-depth look at, you know, who are you and as a member and what do you bring and, you know, how can we collaborate and work together? You know, so that's been, you know, that's been the motivation behind, you know, esports connected is just getting to know each other and, you know, working closer. This industry has been, you know, really special that most, I'm not sure how many people that you've met yet and, and talked to. I know you've only been a member for, Maybe a month or two. Yeah, maybe a month. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, so I haven't had a chance to talk to many people, but you know, it, I know it's something that has just been exploding over the last few years. So I think you're going to see more and more people get into esports. So again, I'm just uh, looking to learn from them and mm-hmm. learn more about the industry, those types of things. Well, yeah, you've done a terrific um, job with purchasing a franchise with you and your husband that you can both work together. What did you do before supporting strategies? I worked for a multinational automotive company for 29 years. I was with that company and it it was fine. It was a good job, uh, but something changed within that company where they were relocating my job and I didn't want to relocate with the job. So it really made my husband, Elliot, and I sit down and and have a discussion about, okay, what do we want to do, right? I could have stayed with that company and just gone on the same, same, same. But there was something that just kind of talked, spoke to us to say, let's, let's look at something else. Um, and that's how we ended up here. Eventually, I was actually introduced to a franchise coach who talked to me several times and brought supporting strategies as one of the franchises to look at. And the more I researched, the more I liked it, the more I saw that Elliot and I could do it together. And it kind of fulfilled dreams that we both had. He was looking at maybe working in an accounting firm and then buying the practice. I've always wanted to have my own business. So here we are. Wow. And one of the things that I've always enjoyed about you over the years and seeing you at different events is I can even attest that I thought you were the CPA, (laughs) you know, just being there like you're, and here you are, you're the face of the organization. And you're, I like that you're like there to represent, but you're not selling. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, um, it is something that people get taken aback by when they find out I'm not a CPA, I'm not an accountant. But again, I love to talk to people. So my main role is to find clients that we can help. Um, but once a client comes on and starts working with us, the team takes over, right? And I love our team. They're so capable. They're so great at what they do. I have no problem going out talking to people about what they do and how we can help. Um, But I also tell people that even though the team is their main point of contact, I'm always available. You know, I'll get an email or a phone call from a client who maybe I haven't talked to in months, but, you know, maybe there's some issue or they just want to call and say what a great job, you know, the team is doing. And they're just so happy that they found us. (laughs) So I love calls like that, too. So um, I've heard a lot of buzz about your boot camp events. Yeah, so we host, uh, it's called the Business Fundamentals Boot Camp. And the idea behind it is to help educate business owners. So we find great speakers um, all around. They could usually the local community, but again, when we do the webinars, they can be from anywhere. The key is to find great topics that business owners need to know more about because a lot of business owners don't know what questions to ask because they've never run across something before. So when it comes to HR, you know, business might start out with just the owner. And then when they start hiring employees, 
they're not sure exactly what to do. So we have HR specialists that can talk about that transition. We have legal experts, either, you know, employment lawyers or other lawyers that talk about different things that you need to make sure that you're doing in your business so that you're covering your assets and making sure that everything is above board. Um, It's just a great way for people to learn more. And then they can reach out to the speakers after the fact with more questions and and find out what they need to know. Um, Even if it's, uh, you know, they may have an attorney that they work with already, but the attorney that's speaking at our boot camp might bring up a thought. So now they can go back to their own attorney and say, you know, what about this? I heard somebody talk about it. Am I doing this? Should I be doing it? Just again, to help them further their business, make sure that everything is run correctly. They're not going to get into trouble legally or otherwise. Um, that's the whole point behind the boot camps. And how often do you host those? So right now we're doing a a webinar once a month uh, because of COVID. Nobody's meeting in person. Um, When we can get back to live events, we're hoping to do a live event where it's a full day of speakers and networking and, and things like that. Just because the interaction with the other attendees and the speakers, that's valuable too. So hopefully we'll get to that point again. It may be another year, but we'll continue to do the webinars and just provide that information to people that really need it. So tell me a little bit more about your products and your services that you offer. So our full range of services is starting with the bookkeeping, which is the day-to-day, you know, recording expenses, uh, paying invoices, sending invoices out, reconciling the accounts up into the controller level where we're helping the business owner analyze the numbers, what's really going on in the business, looking at if they have product lines Let's look and see which ones are more profitable or do they need to discontinue one? Um, So those are the kinds of services that we really dig in and help our clients with. That's great. Making accounting efficient, fun, less painful, (laughs) ultimately rewarding. That's right. You know, one of the things when clients start working with us they just have this lightness about them because they know that the the people that they're working with, they've got it, that they don't have to worry about, you know, getting that bill out or, or doing those things that they used to worry about because we've, we're handling it. And so it just gives them that feeling like, okay, now I can go concentrate on this, whatever is important to them, even if it's, you know, going to to play a game or spend time with their family. It's not always, you know, spending more time on the business. Sometimes people need that time to decompress. And and that is another thing that we try to help our clients with. I think it's great. I mean, who would have thought a virtual accounting department? Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So Dawn, Tell me, how do you find your accountants? So that's a great question. Um, We do get some help from our franchisor who they will place ads and and do a lot of the vetting. Um, So minimum, we look for somebody who has a bachelor's degree in accounting or a related field. Um, 
some some of the people that we end up hiring have a CPA certificate or a higher level degree. A lot of the people are stay-at-home moms who, you know, worked in an accounting firm, stepped out to raise their family, but now they want to get back into working, but not necessarily that full-time grind of, you know, going to the office or, you know, trying to manage everything because we provide part-time flexible jobs for them. So it's a perfect fit. The other thing that we find are people who have had a long career in accounting. You know, we're talking 20, 30 years who now want to step back, but again, don't want to stop completely. Very knowledgeable, skillful people that we get to work for us because we offer them flexibility. So it's just a great fit for us and our clients. They get so much knowledge. These are not people that are right out of school who just passed the CPA exam. They have life experience working in a variety of industries. Um, And again, it was one of the things that really drew me to this franchise, the fact that we can offer those types of jobs, not just to stay-at-home moms, but stay-at-home dads, people who are on the other side of their career. So um, it's just a great fit for all of us. When we can find those people, they find us and the client benefits. Love that. So um, it's interesting because I know a lot of startups don't want to put accounting in their budget. So tell me why they should. Yeah, and I get that, right? As a business owner, I understand money is tight, especially at the beginning. And for startups, they're they're constantly thinking about that. But for the bookkeeping piece, again, if you think of it as the foundation of your business, it really is an area that you should look at delegating. And the way we work with our clients at the beginning, there probably isn't a lot of bookkeeping work to do. So our cost with them is minimal. If if we're not spending time doing bookkeeping, we're not charging the client. So it's better to start with a good bookkeeping system because as you grow and get busier, you can't keep up with it. Now you know everything is in place and we can grow with them. So the busier they get, the more we take on and, and again, kind of scale up with them or scale back with them, whatever is happening in the business we pay attention to that and help them. And we talk to them about, you know, what's happening and why we might be spending more time doing something with them so that they can talk to us about their budget and just stay within a certain budget if need be. You know, for us, Megan, it's really important to make sure we're communicating with our client. And one way we do that is to find out from them the best way for them to communicate, right? Some people love emails. Some people want an actual phone call. Others just want to text. So we try to set that from the beginning, how best to communicate with them. Because part of what we do with clients as well is helping them set up good procedures. And we document procedures with them. So we know exactly what needs to get done when, if there are deadlines, we make sure that we have that down. So we're helping them streamline the procedures within their business and how they work with us. So um, they might start out using QuickBooks online, but as they grow, maybe they need a different solution. We will help them with that as well. So we're constantly vetting other software 
trying to figure out what's going to work best for a specific business. Um, so that's also part of what we do with our clients, especially after we get to know them and their business. We've got a handle on the accounting piece. We want to find out how they operate, how they're doing things now, and help them figure out if there's a better, more efficient way to do things. I would imagine there's a lot of technologies that are offered. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your technological trends in the accounting and bookkeeping industry? Yeah, so obviously we've talked a lot about QuickBooks. That's just the monster in the room. There are also some other systems when it comes to bill paying. Another area that some companies struggle with are the expense reports. There's software to help with that, time tracking for employees. And there's different time tracking solutions. Some people, you know, they have people who are either working remotely, always in the same place or in an office. That's pretty simplistic. Other businesses like a construction business might need something that has um, kind of a GPS piece to it so they can see when an employee has gone to a job site, different things like that. So we help them figure out what software works for what pieces of their business. They might be using five different softwares that are all connecting to each other. Um, And again, it just goes into the efficiency when they're running their business to make sure that everything is all connected and they can see the numbers from all those different pieces coming together. One of the reasons why I thought that you would be such a great fit here as a member is the the franchise component that your accounting firm is in. And I am fascinated with the training that your team receives. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, um, the people that we hire, again, they come to us with a lot of experience in different platforms, but you're right. There might be a certain software that they're not used to. They've never worked with because we're part of a franchise system we can go out to all of those other offices nationwide, which there are about a hundred now and ask somebody if they have experience with a specific industry or a specific software. And they collaborate with our team member to kind of walk them through or to shadow them to say, okay, yeah, here's what you need to know about this industry or this software works like this. So you're right. It it does give our clients a wider range of knowledge, not just who we have in our office, but we can go to anybody in the system um, and ask for help. And, and on the rare occasion when that doesn't happen, then we will find training for our people because we think it's important to not only work with the software that the client is familiar with, but to get really good at it so we can help them. So the very first thing we would do with any new client, Megan, is we set up a kickoff call. And that really sets the tone for the team that they're going to work with. They get introduced to the people that are going to be handling their bookkeeping. It sets expectations, right? So the client can explain to them how they like to work with their bookkeeper, how they like to communicate, how often they want to hear from the bookkeeper. Because there are some clients that, you know, we could talk once a month and they would be fine with that. We have other clients that really want that high-touch high interaction. So that's why it's really important to have that kickoff call. So we know the best number to call them, email, whatever it is, and and have that expectation on both sides, what they expect from us, 
what we need from them in order to get off on the right foot. So very important. And that's why we do it. Another thing that we do with any new client is ask for an introduction to their tax preparer. We don't handle annual tax returns, but we like to have an open line of communication with that person so that when we're doing something on the bookkeeping side, we know that it is what needs to happen on the tax strategy side. So it's very important that we're on the same page as that tax preparer so that everything, again, streamlined when they're ready to do the annual tax return, they have everything they need and they can get it done. One of the parting uh, pieces of advice I would give is about delegating. Wouldn't you love to delegate the payroll piece or the billing piece? As you grow, it can be so time-consuming those pieces that, you know, if you're not enjoying doing it and you need time to do something else, get it off your plate and have someone else do it who is good at it. Thank you, Don. It's such a pleasure to have you and your supporting strategies as a member of our community. And I appreciate you being on the show and sharing some tips about, you know, how important the right bookkeeping slash CPA partnership is for our members. You know, I'm just going to go back and say, as a business owner, you need to make sure you know the numbers, right? You need to know how you're making your money, if you're making your money, where the expenses are, if you can cut down on expenses, just have a great handle on that piece of your business, because you can get into a lot of trouble if you don't know the numbers, um, that would be my my last piece of advice. I appreciate you having me on, Megan. It's always great to see you. It's always great to see you too. And tell Elliot I said hello. I will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Esports Connected Podcast is part of the Esports Future Eye Podcast Network and produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. If you love what you hear, please be sure to subscribe or follow and leave us a review. 